0: You are listening to the Icehouse podcast, hosting conversations with gritty Kiwi business owners and leaders and industry-leading minds.
1: Welcome Katrina to the Ice House podcast. I am beaming because I'm excited to be recording it in person as well. Uh, And to those listening, welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Ice House podcast. I'm Briar and I love getting to chat to our SME business owners, our alumni about their stories and this one's no different. We're out in South Auckland this morning. Uh, We're with Katrina Jenner. She is the CEO of Jenner's Worldwide Freight here in Auckland. It's a family business that's been running for 42 years Uh, so lots to chat about today Uh, she did our owner manager program cohort 49 uh, and she's been a big part of the community comes along to lots of events and definitely a big part of what we do so thanks heaps for being on the podcast today. Thanks so
0: much Briar. this is just such a cool opportunity to um, yeah and uh, one I'm super honoured about so thanks so much.
1: It's so cool, I can't wait to get into it. I like to start quite open-ended, and that's with, tell us a bit about yourself. What are you passionate about as an individual?
0: Yeah, so uh, look, uh, I've been passionate about freight all my life, Mm -hmm. um, and it's a huge part of who I am. always thinking about solutions and problems, and so uh, I find it really hard to have normal conversations with people, (laughs) because I'm like, oh, problem, okay, yeah, right, okay, we could solve that, all right, yeah. And um, yeah, but I just love connecting with people, and um, I love my family, Uh, husband of uh, just coming up 22 years, Mm. Uh, kids, um, uh, Alyssa, 17, and Natasha, who's 13, and they're just just such a joy to be around and I just love spending time with them. Mm -hmm. They're awesome and of course, you know, uh, my parents and I'm super grateful for them and yeah, uh, but uh, I just love getting involved and being active and doing lots of different things and yeah, reaching out to lots of people and yeah, it's um, great for me.
1: That sums you up so well, that is very special. Already going to go off script. Bear with me, <laughs> but uh, you showed me a photo like we're we're on site at the moment for those listening at Jenna's Worldwide Freight, and you so, showed me a photo of you. I'm guessing you were four, oh, three, was five, five. I think, yep. And it's a start of the family business. Did you always know this that you were going to take it on?
0: Yeah, yeah, always knew. Wow. Uh, right from then, just loved it. Um, and part of it was, you know, if I wanted to see dad, and he was just my absolute hero, if I wanted to see dad, I needed to be at work and I needed to speak his language, which was freight. And um, yeah, and he just gave me, and, and mum, you know, she was in the business, um, such great opportunities. And, and like I could relate to schoolwork because of uh, what I learnt at, you know. Um, at work, uh, mm. through all our holidays, through weekends, um, nights, you know, every Friday night was loading airline units out um, that would fly, you know, cargo out around the world and, wow. yeah, health and safety wasn't a big deal back then. <laughs> uh, yeah, we may have loaded on the back of a truck but you know, I'm really glad times have changed. Um, but yeah. 42
1: years ago. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's... amazing that you were so confident and like, yeah,
0: I knew that this is what I was going to be part of that's yeah. um, really special yeah yeah well at 10 you know um one of the topics the teachers say is um you know write a story about what you want to be when i grow up well that story was i want to be a customs agent when i grow up now that's morphed a little bit you know i'm more on the international freight but i do do customs agents i just mm-hmm. haven't um you know so i just grew what that was but that story got published in the Customs Bulletin um, <laughs> back then, and got to meet the Controller of Customs. And for me, that was just so special. My grandfather was uh, in New Zealand Customs, my dad Customs Agent, and then you know me sort of following on. And um, Customs and international freight's been a part of our journey for a very long time. Uh, we can trace it back right back. Um, uh, over in England where someone was sort of a tax collector at, at the port way back when. So, wow, um, it's in the blood. Yeah, it's really in that DNA kind of of who we are, I think.
1: Yeah. I can see some themes coming, you know, problem solver solutions, you know, you obviously love your family. Um, what would you say your sense of purpose
0: is in what you do? Yeah, it's really about solving problems and helping. Mm-hmm. And so, like, uh, you know, when I can help people to grow and develop, um and uh, solve those things. Uh, you know for businesses it's about um, not just looking at the international freight, but actually what's the flaw and effect of mm. that? you know how do you ha- how can they grow their business by actually taking some of that stress and, and chaos out of their business so they can do what they're great at and I'll do what we are great at. yeah um, and yeah, so mm. I really feel like my purpose is just to help.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, we'll get into that because I just had a look around and we talked about the fact that you're helping, you know, New Zealand Kiwi businesses and you're seeing the growth in these businesses as well and you're playing a part in the growth of getting their products out to customers. It's a huge deal but quite cool that you can kind of have a behind-the-scenes look into the growth of these businesses. You're like, okay, you started with one pallet, now we're at, you know, this many.
0: Yeah, it's it's really exciting and... um, that's where you know that joy comes back mm. because you know that just really fuels you where, where you can sort of um, see the passion in someone else's business and, and they're so excited and they've got this awesome story to tell yeah and we get to be a tiny part of that and it's just really cool and we cross so many different industries yes and so I've always got variety in life you know yes. this uh, you know, it's not always problems. You know, sometimes it's just nice um, journeys and mm. stuff as well.
1: Handbags to drinks to cars to all the things. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. Going back to when you were younger, um, and and also your your career journey. Did it start in the business, or did you work outside of the family business at any point?
0: Yeah. I, um. So we we grew up and we had to learn every part of it. Mm. And Dad was very strict to that. You know. Um. We had to be the best at everything we did. Uh, So you know, uh, whenever we were doing something, you know, and and, uh, when I was young, uh, that wasn't always possible. But you know, you you had to try your hardest and. um, but yeah, I do feel for some other team where maybe we weren't that good at uh, filing. Um, but you know, we, we got better at it. Um, yeah, and Jenny, then, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh. Yeah. Um, so we. Um, uh, so whilst I was studying at university, to um, my uh, bachelor of business. Um, which my dad calls a Bachelor of Bus Driving, but anyway, that's okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so while I was studying, I was working here, uh, and then I went out and um, did some, you know, after-school-type jobs or university-type jobs, and then uh, I did a stint at an underfloor heating company, and that's where I met my husband, and uh, really lucky to uh, work there and get uh, really good exposure. Um, Then uh, I actually had to beg for a role and wow. um, be- because of my surname and who I was um, no one would take me on so um, eventually after lots of interviews one just went Katrina how could we take you you know and you're like oh man um, why was that they just, they just it's a competitive industry mm. and they just were sure I was gonna you know always work for dad and oh, um, wow yeah so they just were were I don't know you know didn't they right. said you know you're qualified and all of the rest of it but I your last name's living yeah (laughs) Yeah, so I seriously thought about just changing my name (laughs) and seeing if that you know yeah anyway so I uh, went to PNO Ned Lloyd which is um, was a very large shipping line it got brought out by Maersk um, and basically uh, I was begging them for a job and they, they were like we can't give you that job but a week later they called back and said right we found you the the job and um, that was just such a cool experience wow. getting to see it from the shipping line side and so getting that big corporate exposure and just quite a different story. Yeah. Um, so I, I did a number of years there and I, I worked really hard and got um, lots of different um, learnings from that mm. and I went uh, managed to convince uh, one of the big forwarders, Koona to take me on yep. and I had this weird title of being a sales secretary um, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yep. But what it meant was I got exposure to so many different parts, uh, from uh, business analytics, um, some sales secretary, RFQs, tenders, yeah. quoting, um, customer service, uh, having to go down and tell uh, some uh, business managers. Oh, sorry. Um, there's actually no you're going to have to do a whole lot of work, but there's no profit in this for you, and sorry about that, but yeah. you know, I
1: hope you'll support this. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Hard parts yeah. of a job, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow.
0: And then you come, um, and then Dad said, you know, will you join? And um, yeah, so 21 years ago, um, I joined, and um, yeah, I, you know, looking back, I do wish that I had um, chosen to do a few more stints yeah. and get a bit more exposure. Um Or that I'd come and then gone, if that makes Mm, sense, and then come back. Yes. So that I'd sort of, yeah, um, so I've had to learn so much uh, more uh, through other means. You know, often you learn on the job how to do things. So I've just had to learn them. Yes. uh, Yeah, a good old-fashioned way of just doing it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a good journey and I've really loved it and I'm so grateful for all of those people for giving me um, the opportunities.
1: Yeah, amazing. And now you're at the CEO
0: role and leading the charge. Yeah, yeah. Which is um, really amazing after all those years, you know. Mm, 21 um, years, yeah. Yeah, it, you know, uh, so last year in about July, Dad came to me and said, um, I've decided to move to the South Island, to a small town with 450 people. And Whoa. I went, whole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. that's,
1: that's massive. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And I'm so pleased for him. He's, he's, he can be connected to us, but, but he's able to go off and enjoy his life and mm. he can, um, you know, get the best of both worlds. So he's really on our board now, although we're still sort of working out how that board works. And, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, but it's been so great suddenly having this opportunity to actually put my stamp on Jenna's and mm. take us into the future yeah it's
1: so, a good way to put it
0: yeah, yeah. really excited and um, but you don't you don't know what you don't know mm. and all of a sudden you're like ah okay right I thought I knew all of that um, yes. but I've yeah, learnt lots in the last eight months and um, yeah, it's been really fascinating
1: mm, that's so interesting and for context, for those listening, Jenny, who I mentioned before, she's been working here for 40 years, just, just met her and yeah. had a laugh about how she pretty much – well, she did see you grow up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's been some people that have been here for a long amount of time, which is really testament to the family business and that feel of
0: growing something together, right? Um, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we, we honestly couldn't do what we do without having a fantastic team mm. and, you know – whether people have been here a short time or a long time, uh, you know, we really feel the impact um, of everything they've done and, you know, so lucky to have at least a third of our team that are really long servers. Yes, so grateful for their just um, loyalty and just the flavour and the values that they bring. You know, Mm -hmm. they really keep us um, ticking along and, you know, they're still getting um, huge compliments from, from clients which, you don't always hear with yeah. long service, yes. you know. So it's just um, such um, amazing um, strength by them mm. to keep being fresh and and keep doing the the right thing for the clients mm. and for for the team. That's yeah, awesome. they just get it. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, awesome.
1: I want to talk a little bit about the industry, the freight industry, and I mentioned to you, you know, as you drive in here, sort of heading to the airport in Auckland, it's freight city like you are just right here in the middle of it right it's like okay you've got you've got all the all the big names you guys included how has the freight industry in New Zealand evolved since you know since I say being in the business but being born maybe yeah um yeah how's it evolved since you've been involved
0: yeah uh well I, I remember sitting on the um New Zealand customs counter uh back you know whenever you were small enough to go on a counter. <laughs> and uh, we used to hand type up, um, well, before that it was written, and all the documents. So we had telex machine, that would give you the information of what was coming. Uh, you would then um, type up or write up these documents, they'd get physically stamped, couple would go off and, and be checked by New Zealand Customs and, mm. and then you'd be allowed to process things. And you know, initially that was sort of like a week, three days, something like that to, to process through. And gradually over time, it's now down to milliseconds. Wow! And um, you know, not everything gets processed that fast. And some of MPI sometimes, you know, um, they're doing much better. Um, but at the worst of it, because of the huge volume and how much they have to sort of still have good oversight, you know, that still takes a couple of days. But um, yeah, for good reason. Um, but for most part, we can get things done instantly. And wow. it's just insane. Um, yeah, there's so much AI coming into the industry. There's so much that can be done um, out of New Zealand. Um, but we're really grateful that we've still got a team only in New Zealand that we're really focused on um, making sure that we've got the right people for the future and, and that we are developing people Um that's just really important mm. to us so mm. the industry's um vastly different um you know uh, back when my granddad was uh, around uh they just had bulk parcels coming off there weren't containers and so um uh you know there were be just freight on the docks. And mm. and then uh, Dad started you know, uh, with um, a typewriter on the back of a Bedford van out uh, near the airport and typing the customs entries to try and get a bit of an advantage. And wow. we moved out here um, to, to what became Airport Oaks in 86. And at that stage, farmer Rennie was still milking the cows down the, <laughs> the street. And I remember how much of a big deal it was. and now you can't get any land yeah. out here and it's just grown up around. Um, you know, the volumes that move now are just insane. Yeah, But it's awesome seeing exporters like uh, just grow and develop and be able to get their products around the world that, yeah. you know, maybe 20 years ago we, we couldn't.
1: Yeah, totally. Because it's, you know, there's changes in the freight industry in terms of you guys as a function, in terms of the speed, the AI how the process works. But then there's actually changes for all of the businesses involved, right? Because now it's so much easier to sell and distribute overseas to export. And so that's just changed the whole business landscape of how to do business from New Zealand.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, uh, for a lot of businesses, the last three years has been a time for them to learn about supply chain and logistics because um, it's been so broken. So they've had to learn a bit more and, you know, there's – I I call it a supply chain circle, and that you need, um, uh, you know, and there's lots of stops around that circle. And you hope that there's not any stops, but uh, what we found over the last three years was that every part in that circle was broken. And so, and they had a domino effect. And so, we almost got to the point where the circle couldn't turn. um, And so, you're finding um, just massive delays and massive costs. And, and that's really why I, I sort of, um, well, you know, part of my journey was I, I stepped up and went, all right, um, I think I can give back to the industry. Mm, so yes. I joined um, CBAF, uh, uh Council, uh, so that's Customs Brokers and Forwarders Federation, yeah. and stood and just thought that maybe I could help out um, uh, the industry to actually, Work through a number of the challenges and make sure that we're gearing up for the future. That yeah, um, you know, New Zealand exporters and importers can really move goods efficiently um, and cost effectively. That there would be um, n- uh, something for every business, not just the big movers. Mm. Um, because I think it's important yes. that you know the small businesses have a you know a fair chance as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's been so amazing for my journey, uh, mm. just to learn about um, that from a completely different side and that's really allowed me to grow and develop heaps more. Yeah. Um, okay. We're working on a pro- program at the moment to um, step up air freight security at the moment and that's going to um, sort of just really get an industry standard of how to do um, secure cargo and we're really designing it for the um, SME businesses so that yeah, yeah. Um, they can understand their compliance needs um, in this space and they can um, keep cargo moving. They don't, um, you know, we don't want delays, we don't want extra costs and yeah, yeah. just really trying to support um, yeah, small businesses and, and large ones to keep, yeah. keep trading and keep New Zealand moving.
1: I love that and cool to be part of an organisation like that that you know, supports your business, supports the industry and supports all businesses in New Zealand. Yeah. Just really quickly, practically, what does that look like? Does that look like a monthly catch-up or a sit-down session a week or...?
0: Yeah, so I'm really lucky, um, the council um, uh, uh, meets quarterly but we're regularly talking about topics and yes. uh, we've all sort of picked up little areas that um, we get exposed to. So. Uh, I get involved in um, ports and international air travel and um, airlines and um, depots and and national road carriers. So I get quite a wide cross section. And so for me, you know, I sort of learnt so much more about um, businesses. Um, But I'm really lucky there's so many people on the council that are just so knowledgeable and mm. honestly I look at them and just think wow I get to be in the room with you guys yeah. this is cool
1: oh wow and um, I'm sure people are thinking the same about you by the way oh, the value no, no, you I bring though so. the 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 years of experience of just living and breathing it growing up in it it's interesting but I know what you mean you know being in a room with people you can bounce ideas around and people I'm sure you've looked up to over the years too
0: yeah absolutely mm. and and um uh being Vice President, we, um, we meet at least monthly, if not um, more regularly, and um, yes, we're really getting cool. good traction on topics and really making a difference. Um, yeah, it's been, you know, it's so cool to be such um, mm. a part of an um, industry group that's growing and developing and really trying to make a difference. It's so. mm,
1: very cool. In terms, we, we've touched on it, but. Um, you know, that whole point around making a difference. For small, medium-sized businesses, how how do you support the, their growth in, in a very one-on-one business way? Like, how do you work with the actual owner or manager in there to support their growth?
0: Yeah, so um, it's one of those ones where, just in having chats, you know, kind of like we were doing before, you know, yeah. you sort of, you know you just get talking to people and the obvious is you start with you know all right what how's your freight moving what's happening and is that working well for you or not and then you start you know um as you get to know them better you know usually they start letting in the the goods and the bads yes you know practice, because yeah <laughs> yeah and then you can start really breaking that down and and start really talking about um all right how's this going to impact mm. Because as freight forwarders, we're all putting um, cargo on the same aircraft in the same vessels, uh, but how we do it—you yeah. know—we try and do it different. We try and look at those jobs that others won't look at. But for um, uh, for customers, it's really about trying to understand their story and what's going to make the most difference to them, and then going all right, we are we're the safe pair of hands. You know, you worry about the rest of your business, and um, you know we'll keep you posted, but you don't have to go seeking it from somewhere, we'll just give you that information. Mm. So, and you you just build that confidence together.
1: Mm. That's huge, huge for our business. Yeah, I wanna hear learnings from your journey. So if you were to say to yourself, "If your past self, hey, I wanna just give you a heads up on something, what's one
0: of those things? Um, as I say, uh, you know, would I have joined Jenna's at mm. that point? Probably, um, you know, go out and experience a bit more life. Just not because you don't want to join Jenna's, yes, but because 20. you you can add so much more value if you um, have gained some more experience. Um, yeah, but also, um, just start backing yourself, yeah. you know. Um, and you know, like I'm, um, we're only a small business, so we're always, you know, like. Um, we're small, yeah. and um, you know, invariably a- along the way, we've um, been able to, to mess with the big boys and yeah. and do things that um, that they can or, or that they can't. Um, yes, yeah, yes. which is um, really cool. But I don't
1: know. It's um, backing, your, backing yourself is a big one. That's that's huge. Yeah. Would you say as an individual too, as a leader?
0: Oh, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Always. Um, always got that imposter sort of syndrome thing, you know, where you're sort of like you know, I'm not good enough for this Mm. and actually when you start just doing the job and and putting yourself out there, actually you know, um, who cares if if you're not perfect, but um, just get out and do it and and stop beating yourself up, just um,
1: It's it's mind-blowing to me because I'm always like, wow, I'm so honoured to have this conversation and to hear your story and I'm very inspired by what all that business owners carry. But the amount that say that, the amount that say I, and all demographics, all business sizes and people, you know, like I have struggled with imposter syndrome in the journey, that's what they say. And noise mm. is like, wow, really? You know, but I think it's m- more common than we think.
0: Oh, mm. absolutely. And um, yeah, and I think going on the Ice House course was a fabulous way for me to actually go, okay, no, I can, um, you know, I uh, might not have everything, um, but that's okay. I don't need to have every skill in. Yes. And, um I can actually just um, get an expert to, to help me and, yes. and, you know, or um, uh, encourage the team to go off and, and learn about those parts. And mm. so, yeah, you know, that philosophy of dads so of you've got to do everything doesn't necessarily ring true these days, you know. Yes. Um you know it's great if you've had that experience but you don't have to keep doing it Mm. so you can just um uh yeah focus on what you're really good at too right absolutely yeah Yeah, and and in focusing on that actually you can do even more yes and i just yeah so yeah i I think we're getting into a really great space here at jenna's where we're really moving in that right direction and Yeah, starting to to get that sort of flow going, you know, we just need a a couple more bits to fall into place and um, yeah. You'll be away, yeah, that's
1: very cool to hear. Um, I I wanted to ask this question because it's very common for family businesses to come through Ice House programs or to think about doing so. Um, Yeah, there's many family businesses that have been through the Ice House. What's a piece of advice that you would you would give to someone that is in your position 21 years ago, joining the family
0: business, yeah, what's a piece of advice you'd give for that person? Yeah. Um, have fun outside of work, uh, mm. with your family, and really be really advice. Yeah Be really dedicated about that time and making sure that right through your journey, that that home life isn't, isn't um, lost. You know, yeah. it, that it doesn't just merge into one and suddenly you lose your identity as family. Yes. Um, yeah. And, you know, with dad moving to the South Island, um, it's been really nice to really separate that out yes. again. Um, we, we weren't as good at that as I would have liked, and, you know, when I look back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, really separate that out. And um, the other bit would be really um, periodically check in and get on paper each other's responsibilities and Mm. expectations.
1: That's very practical, I like that. Mm. That's very important, because I feel like that would get muddied, watered a little bit, you know, just around who's doing what.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know, that sort of expectations for the future um, of, you know, uh, I don't think we did our succession as well as we could have done, Um, and uh, that was, probably because we just didn't write enough of it down Mm. and um you know so we sort of had slightly different interpretations but um not saying it was bad just you know when you look back you think oh maybe it could have been a bit better yeah
1: totally which I'm sure is most people's stories with succession it's it's huge and it's a very uh, I don't know if vulnerable (laughs) is the right word but it's a very um Emotional and weighty time, you know, like if you founded a business and it's been your thing, you know, and you're passing it on to, especially your your own child, it's it's a really big deal, and so succession, yeah, yeah,
0: it's a big one. Yeah, and you know, for Dad, I've always wanted to do the absolute best for him. Yeah. Um, and you know, when you look back, you think, oh, actually, I missed the mark quite a few times, but mm. but that's okay. Yeah. Um, sure. And. You know the intention was there and, and the desire to do it, and um, yeah, I hope that he'll be you know proud with what we achieve, um, f- because of the fabulous foundations he's set up for us.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Generational legacy, really. He's leaving a legacy
0: that's been continued, which is cool. Do you
1: think one of your girls would want to take it on one day? <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I've, fair I, I've, enough. I've been training them up though. Um, cool. uh, they um. They work on the handbags, uh, yeah. so uh, the picking and packing of that. And it's incredible. So if anyone's got kids that are just on devices or they're just struggling in their schoolwork and they just don't get it and so on, get them into a job somehow. Yeah. You know, because that ability to understand the value of money, of hard work, of how, how much is, it, is expected of you, you just can't learn that at school. Yeah. So, you know, getting that practical advice. um, So my youngest, she's doing so much better in her studies since we've um, got her working yes. um, just in the holidays. And she gets plenty of fun times, so, though. Yeah, know, totally. Um, but, yeah, it's been brilliant yeah. for her. So, so yeah, who knows? Maybe yeah. maybe a third generation to
1: um. <laughs> You said it right at the start, and you just said it again around the benefit of family business for or business for your school life and I can just relate to that. I, My dad owns a business and even if it was, I did work for him for a little bit but it, even if it wasn't that, it was just growing up and the family chats over the dinner table about family business, it helps so much for your school work. Um, yeah. So completely relate to that and definitely think it's
0: valuable. Yeah, and that's one of those hard things, isn't it, when you talk about family businesses and you say, you know, Keep work, work, life to work and in home life home. You know, some of that gets lost if you, um, you know, some of that potential to, to add stuff to kids actually gets lost if you if you take that too perfectly. Yes, hugely. So you've got to have those chats and and show them and um, and. Also isn't it nice to be really proud and have your kids be really proud of what you're doing as well?
1: Oh, absolutely. So true. Yeah. And to go through the highs and to see the grit it takes to actually be a business owner, I'm sure through COVID times, you know, or any, you know, high yeah. and low, like um, families rally together over the dinner table or whatever it is. It's actually really, really special. So it can completely relate. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the Ice House community and, and what that's done for you as a business Owner and, and CEO. What impact has the Ice House had on you? It's a big open question.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, it's had way more impact than I thought it would. Um, yeah, we, um, I'm just, yeah, so grateful to all the Ice House team mm. who have been so brilliant. The course was awesome, uh, but the people were just insanely good. You mm. know, I couldn't have asked for a better OMP group they are just rock stars in in their fields and um, yeah so grateful to call them friends now so um, uh, we catch up um, with a portion of the group you know the Auckland based ones um, every couple of months Wow! Um, and uh, we go to a cafe or a bar and there's no one else in the world that's ever been able to say Katrina you said you were going to do something is it done (laughs) how are you going yes and you're just straight there. You're into that business talk. Um, someone will go, "Oh, geez, I'm having a tough time with X," and between us, we've all been through something mm. and have got experience to share. Yeah, and you just can't put a value on that network. Yeah. Um, the same when you know uh, when we go to um, alumni functions and you just get to, to meet a different group, but. Uh, the rules are, you know, that you share openly and honestly, and um, you know you don't talk about that outside of the group. But yes. uh, you really get a sense in such excitement and passion because people have put so much heart and soul into their business. Mm. And uh, where else, you know, can you get that from? Where you can go and talk to people that have been there before and they have had troubles, but they've conquered them, and um, you know you can relate. Yeah. And, and you know you might have something to offer you might ha- have something to, to that occupies your mind later and you think oh wow yeah that was cool maybe I could inspire my team yes. you know and so that's why I, I um, are keen to support the um, community activities because I feel like I've got something to give back to mm-hmm. people and um, and keen just to hear other people's stories and journeys and Wow, it's just such a wide, diverse group, isn't it? It's just oh. brilliant, you know. So, the more you can get along to, the more you get exposed to different people. Um, I'm really hoping to do one of the owner manager exchanges in the future, cool. and hoping that we can get some um, of the team on the leadership course. Um, but yeah, we just gotta uh, make it all happen, yeah. and you know, so, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. And yeah, you said it, it's so diverse, such a range of people. And so it, when you do a call, when you do a program, you, your whole network is opened up to people you never met, that never met before. Um, but I love what you said. Essentially, you know, you sort of get out what you put in in terms of, if you don't come to an event then you're not going to get some of that gold from some local businesses but the more you can get to things that works for you obviously the more you can get out of it post program. and you have done just that it's been so cool to see you at conferences and events when you can and you know anything like mm-hmm. that it's been really cool to get to know you through that um but yeah I completely agree like I just community the ice house community makes me very happy and it's a it's amazing to see I call it the Ice House magic unfold when you get yeah. together in a room. Yeah. But like what you said right at the start of that, you know, just someone saying, Hey, you said you're gonna do this and how ha- how are you? Like how are you in doing that? Are you doing all right? How's yeah. it going? That just unlocks this like vulnerability of, okay, well, you can ask how I am, I can ask how you are, and we're gonna be honest. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. the ice house. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. And,
0: and um, you know, with in your personal life when your friends ask you know you might not answer about your business stuff yes. and you and so you know you're not you're not letting all of that out because you you don't really want to sort of bring them down or or whatever yeah. or you don't want to sort of be seen to be gloating or anything but you know with them you can talk about business and yes. um yeah, and, and they've
1: got the context too, right? Being yeah. in your program or even just owning a business themselves, they get it. Yeah. Where someone that doesn't maybe own a business or isn't in that world of business might not get all the context. And so you're like, I can't explain this without explaining that. And it's in the too hard basket. Yeah. 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 Super interesting.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, just the inspiration um, from the different challenges people face, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, oh, wow, who would have thought that would, you know, be a challenge, and then you know, uh, a year down the track, you are like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, gosh, uh, how lucky am I that I've um, heard about that already? Yes, you know, um, yes. or you know, perhaps I've been there first and can go, you know, um, how about this? Yes, and it's huge. Um, yeah, it's really cool, but the actual OMP course, um, we were really lucky. Uh, Our course, um, 49, was the longest course, I think. The longest one in history. 2020,
1: yeah, 2020, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the COVID (laughs) course.
0: So we'd come out of lockdowns. uh, We'd done our first block. Then we uh, went into lockdown and we came out of our lockdown and they had all the tables separated and and we were like, okay, uh, I think we were wearing masks and, you know, we are sort of like, Okay, how's this going to work? And um, yeah, you know, uh, it just worked. And we just, you know, did what we needed to do to to get that ice house magic working. And um, it was just brilliant. And so we had businesses that, you know, thought they might close, that um, were rapidly changing their business. And um, but yeah, such a great time to be doing the course because you've got all that extra help. Um, and knowledge to actually go, All right, yeah. I don't have to do this on my own and um, yeah, you know what progress can we make? You yeah. know And some of those businesses yeah, have just absolutely become rock stars out of it, which yeah. is just awesome. Yeah. And um, yeah, but the program's uh, been really great. You just get exposed to so many different areas of business and um, so many different experts come in and talk to you and you're just like, okay. The part I found challenging was going. All right, cool. I've heard this great story. Now, how do I implement that? Mm. And um, and given all the supply chain challenges that we had at the time, you know, we were pushed to the to the max. Yes, um, huge for And your industry. so we pr- we have had to just accept that a lot of the changes that we wanted to in, you know basically instantly make, we've just got to take our time mm. and that's been a valuable lesson for me just um it's it's progress
1: yes slow slow success is such a good thing like slow journeys but doing it right and not rushing into things yeah yeah not taking off
0: too much yeah and um yeah not trying to to change the world um Mm. in an instant when actually the world's changing right around you as well
1: yes yes of course it's interesting i love hearing all of that it's amazing. how did you hear of the ice house in the first place? How did you get on program um, or hear about program
0: yeah, so uh quite a number of years before or a couple of years before I'd sort of started looking um for something i knew I knew I hadn't learned enough mm. and was sort of like desperate to learn, but I just couldn't find the right thing and I was like, oh wow gosh, that looks fancy that that won't be for me mm. you know and um then um lovely friend in book club she um I was talking about a couple of um people that have been on the course and about their journeys and it's like oh tell me more mm. and um I'm pretty sure at that stage I reached out and said uh and um, spoke to Maurice and yes. at that point sort of started thinking yeah all right I'm, I really need to get on this yeah and um Yeah, I'm really glad I chose that instead of some of the other things I was looking at. Um, Yeah, for for me it's really worked and I like that practical learning where you get to sort of talk and Mm. you haven't got the distractions of um, normal business because you go away for the blocks for three days at at a time and so you can really focus on what's coming coming up and so, yeah, I'm really grateful uh, that I did the course uh, and fit everyone on it and taking it um but yeah man I wish I'd started a couple of years earlier mm. it's funny yeah.
1: how often I hear that actually I wish yeah. I did it sooner yeah
0: yeah so yeah get, yeah. It, get stuck in yeah get, get stuck j- in yeah just, totally. just do
1: it yeah that's so cool to hear I love how much of an impact you had did it feel like the first day of school when you rocked up to the block one?
0: Oh my gosh yes <laughs> and uh yeah you know um you know tell us about yourself and and I was like oh my god who am I? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who am I? Quickly, yeah. quickly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Fairly quickly, we just um, clicked as a group, and um, yeah. Just, it was just incredible how mm. you can go from not knowing someone to um, understanding so much more about them um, just in a weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and it's the content you learn on program, but it's the chats that happen over dinner and over a drink or going for your guys morning walks or you know those yes. sorts of things that people tend to be talking about years on you know oh, um,
0: absolutely and, and funny how you know someone um you know will be like quite particular that this isn't you know a particular part isn't for them in block one and and they're like yeah no, look that you know understand the rest of it but that part won't be for me and then you know uh, a number of blocks later they're like all right. Yeah, yeah. Guess what I'm doing. You know? yeah, and you're yes. like, oh, oh you know, <laughs> Interesting. And, and yep. so you really open, have to open up your mind and and um, not rule anything out and yep. just, um, yeah, take those courses um in in the, the chats that you have and really listen mm. and not you know um you're just so privileged to have those chats. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's very cool. Very cool to hear. Was it? Were there any hesitations for you before jumping on program? Or was it like, no, let's do this, I've heard
0: enough, I'm ready? Oh, lots of hesitations. I mean, it's a wow. lot of money. Yeah, and, yeah um, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and uh, will I actually make a difference? You know, um, will they all just be amazing? And I'll be sitting there going, oh, my God. I, you know, um, and sort of, um, uh, you know, I'm always busy. And I'm in an industry where, you know, you have to be available. You can't just go, all right, call them off, yeah. off for days. Um, yeah. I have to, you know. So how do I actually find the time to not just do the course, but do it well? Mm. And uh, so that was my biggest hesitation. You yes. Know, um,
1: Top three right there would be quite common. Yeah. Can I ask you a practical question? How did you find the time? Um, did you get someone to check your emails while you're there, or was it just like I'll take calls throughout? Or uh,
0: in, in the beginning, I just did a bit of keep keep things going. Yeah, and I did a lot of late nights before the course, mm, yes. and a lot of late nights after. Um, and then gradually, I would just be like, nah actually, I've got to be well rested for this, and I've got to, uh, you know, really focus on those three circles, you know, uh, and focus yes. on. Uh, myself yes. um, and be like no actually for the good of those other two circles of myself and the business and in the business yeah I really have to just make sure that I'm in the best rested condition and not distracted so I put um on my order reply I'm off yeah. doing the ice house program and I'm learning and so yeah. you know um the team's here and uh, they'll be supporting you but I am available if you desperately need me yes but I really tried to to put that space in there because it was just so important to be present
1: yes it's cool that you sort of learnt that throughout the program right and then started implementing it later in the program being like okay I need to start yeah um yeah focusing on you knowing it will benefit the business overall that's gold
0: yeah and uh because of the pandemic I wasn't as good as as I would have liked, but um, I have brought back into my um, into my day time where I just take time out for, for sort of to do my projects. And cool. so every morning now is um, I do an hour of, of whatever it is that I need to get done. Yes. So that um, then I come into the office. So usually I've missed some traffic and I get in and I'm ready to be present here. Yes. And that, that taking that little bit of time and uh, it's just been critical for Do me Do you mean like personal now.
1: things or like your own projects at work that you want to get done before you come into the office or like running errands or just time to, re- I don't know, what does it look yeah. like for you? So uh,
0: probably f- it, it's flexible, but mm. um, four out of five days it's definitely about business projects, um, yeah. but invariably one of the days will kick in and you're just like, hang on I just need to process something here Mm. and so it might be just sitting on the deck with a cup of coffee and going right what's going to be the most important here for me and how do I how am I going to make today count and yeah I don't always have the answers but you Mm. know just having the space to take that little bit actually means so much more to getting things done
1: Um, yes just stopping and circuit breaker to the everyday routine and just going actually what can I think a little bit harder about that may unlock a few things?
0: Yeah, yeah, and I don't know, there's nothing like sitting in the sun and um, yeah, just having a little bit of space, you know, where you haven't got someone chasing you, yes. you know, um, because, you know, as working females, um, you know, we've got so many demands on mm. our, us and I know um, I've got a wonderful husband and he's amazing, but you can't stop that mum instinct mm. to be there for your kids and doing everything or and helping them out and, and my kids are amazing yeah but they still need time and they still need so much from you yeah and you know when I get here there's um the team's amazing yeah but they still need something and and that's awesome so just now and again taking that minute just to go yeah ah, what do I need
1: oh, I like that it's really good really good practical listening for those tuning in wow how's it been 47 minutes i'm like <laughs> sorry i know this has all been great I, I love it um such a great podcast recording uh, thank you so much i want to finish with the question what does the future look like for the business and for yourself
0: yeah um so I feel like we're just resetting for the future. Cool, um, exciting times. Yeah, really exciting. Uh, we're um, setting out some some great goals for the future, but really it's in a, in a logistics and supply chain world that's rapidly evolving. Mm. It's making sure that we've got the best of technology and the best solutions and um, being up to the play, but always keeping it real mm. and making sure that we're We've got real people here that we're investing in, that we're growing and developing and ultimately just supporting our clients even more um, mm. for the future. Mm. So, um, yeah, hopefully really exciting big things for us. But, mm. yeah, we just got to um, keep adapting and keep building.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm blown away by this conversation. I've learned so much about you as an individual and the hard mahi, the hard work you do um, here at the at Jenna's um, Worldwide Freight. You've got some exciting days ahead and I'm looking forward to seeing it all play out. So thank you so much for being on the podcast, for sharing the story so far and we're looking forward to supporting
0: you along the way. Oh, thanks so much and, um, yeah, I just really appreciate the opportunity and everything that you guys do at the... Uh, Ice house and uh, keep doing it. It's um, it's uh, awesome to be a part of Thanks. <laughs>